Lister, you look so down with your big puppy eyes and your floppy puppy ears swaying in the wind so Lee, but I know what to say to make your day. It's time to come back from an unintended hiatus, and all we have to do is record this podcast. Welcome to Supercast Brothers. I'm Jono, otherwise known as Jonathan, or Jonathan, otherwise known as Jono. And who's this guy? Well, you see, the thing is that uh, I'm Zantog, otherwise known as Lister, otherwise known as Zantog, otherwise known as... <laughs> what is wrong with you? Seriously. Well, I just got over a cold. Um, that's that's fair. And whenever, and whenever I get a cold, I grow delirious and start calling to various ghosts in the night and singing songs like that. Wait, Actually, but you I, do I that on to... a good day. That's very true. Well, don't call me out for my hobbies. Um, I just have a bit of a cough, and it's annoying, but it's a lot better than it was a few days ago. So I think we can do this. I think we can do this. All right, then. Well, if we can do this, maybe you should let me know <laughs> what exactly we're doing again. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think we're doing something along the lines of an assist trophy extravaganza. Whoa. A smash topia episode. Episode 14. No, sir. There's going to be a variety of characters that we talk about, but they're not going to be playable. Well, that's just, just like how variety. Waluigi isn't playable in Brawl 4 or Ultimate. All right. Do you have to remind me? Ah, uh, yeah. But that's also a good reminder for people to check out our Waluigi episode. Yes, it's pretty good. There's a yeah, lot of uh, we... wacky fun times that we figured out just how the hell he'd work in Smash. <laughs> and just you wait. We're going to have some wacky fun times today with your wacky fun pal, Jono. Yes. And also your wacky fun pals, Chucky and Boppo and Azerta. Okay. At least one of whom will be in a sister trophy today. I. Please, dear God, let it be a zero. <coughs> Please, dear God. Maybe, maybe. But so, uh, the format of this assist trophy extravaganza. Want to dive into it? Yeah. So, um, we were kind of thinking about, you know, we've done just characters for Smashtopia so far, and we said in the very beginning that it wouldn't necessarily just be characters that we do. It could be stages. It could be bosses. And we figured the time was right to do something different. And so we both decided, you know what, why don't we just go and make a fuck ton of assist trophies, and we just go back and forth between them all and come up with our own ideas of what we could see in future games. And I don't know how many you came up with, but I came up with 50, which is a lot, and I do not imagine we're going to get through them all today. And if we don't, I that's fine. Came up with, I came up with 51. Wow, you overachiever. <laughs> and I also have a list of 10 assist trophies that I want to go through. Very quickly, not even to necessarily talk about the details of them all, but to kind of just say that we're going to link to them in the description. Oh, okay. For the sake of the Smashtopia wiki, because right. you have a dearth of ideas on the Smashtopia wiki. Uh, primarily you, I would say, like over 300 from you. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of those are assist trophies. Right. Um, so, like, the Kirby Fighters, probably the most ambitious assist trophy that we will even be talking about today. <laughs> because, like, a billion forms of Kirby that are fighting. That was a crazy one. That was incredible, yes. Uh, how about the Unfortunate Toilet? Oh, I made that the one the Zelda troll series. 
lovely. Love, I, I love it. Um, the only thing better would have been a playable character. Just kidding. Um, the manhole. Oh, yeah. Honestly, yep. I think that's one of my... That might be one of my favorite ideas. Oh, me too. And uh, and Nibbles. John Henry. Ramby. Because, of course, Ramby should be an assist trophy alongside every other uh you know fanciful animal buddy yeah ramby is actually uh, one that i was wanting to mention at some point because as mm-hmm. we said before we have the smashtopia wiki uh and for the most part where we tend to avoid making episodes about stuff that's already on there unless we are like going to redo it so that's mm-hmm. why you'll like never really see us make an episode <laughs> of a smashtopia trying to create dixie kong into a playable character because we already did it yeah it, she's yeah. on the site now, am I opposed to redoing her? No, but she's not a priority. But there's mm-hmm. a crud ton of sisters that are already on the site, like Ramby. And I, I know I definitely wanted to mention that one at one point, because when you think of animal buddies, and when you think of potential animal buddies that could be assist in Smash, Ramby's the first one I think of. And oh, yeah. I know I would have felt weird not at least mentioning him on here, because I, I know that a lot of, not, not, not all of our viewers are necessarily going to be looking at the wiki or have memorize everything that's on there and you might be going like hey you said this but why not this idea it's like that's because we've already done it mm-hmm. precisely so we've already done it so you should just check out the smashtopia wiki please do and, which is also gonna which is also gonna feature a lot of our smashtopia ideas like waluigi like gengar like porky uh not quite like every single assist trophy we're gonna name here today but <laughs> i mean eventually i Long, long-term goal, anything that we talk about in Smashtopia, I want to get put on the wiki. It's just some of them I've been a little slow about, admittedly. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about potentially 101 assist trophies, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get them all in there super fast. Who Maybe knows? we can contract Disney for help. Why? 101 assist trophies. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so um, Jono, here's a question yeah. for you, though. Let, let's say mm-hmm. that you've only played uh, Smash 64 or Smash Melee. What the fuck's an assist trophy? That's a good question. An assist trophy is essentially akin to a Pokeball. So when you use a Pokeball or a Master Ball in Smash, you summon a Pokemon um, who assists you in, in or, or hurts you or any number of other things when summoned. And assist trophies in the same way. Um, basically, any non-Pokemon entity from a video game is eligible to be an assist trophy. And from Brawl forward, assist trophies have been representing characters such as Waluigi, such as Jill from Drill Dozer, and uh, your favorite, Cap'n. Yep. Oh, Cap'n God, fuck Cap'n. Crossing. Yep. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Phospora from Kitty Cars Uprising, all number of characters from video games come together to lend an assist to the playable characters when an assist trophy is used. Some are also, That's my take. Some are absolute bullshit. Kind of like items in general. Yeah, fuck the Gus but, Mm-hmm. And, and Boss Galaga. Yeah. And the, and the Arcade Bunny. Yeah. I, mean, I, I love the idea of the Arcade Bunny, in all honesty, but any of the mm-hmm. ones that can just, like... Pull you off the screen and instant KO you if you have more than twenty percent damage, they can all fuck right off. If if we I could agree. toggle off certain assist strokes in Pokemon like we could with items, Arcade Bunny and Cabin are gone. 
Just gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, really quick, one other assist trophy that I didn't want to get to that's already on the wiki. Yes. Is, uh... You know him, you love him. He walks around the stage and hits opponents with a rattle that God makes them blow up like Wario's, uh, you know, sting-like balloon face in Wario Land. Yeah, Bio Miracle Bokuteupa is an assist trophy on the Smashtopia wiki. Check him out. Which, if you don't know, it's some baby from like an <laughs> NES, SNES era game. I don't, I don't know. Jono's mm-hmm. weird. If you haven't learned yep. that yet by listening to this, yeah, you I mean, Upa is from Bio Miracle Bokutayupa for the for the Famicom. Originally a Japanese only game, I can only imagine one. Uh, and now weird. it's here in the states as of the Virtual Console on the Wii and forward. Well, I mean, the Wii's Virtual Console Lovely is game. dead now, so yep, it's kind of gone. Lovely again. game. Oh, find find a way to play it. I'm sure you will. I, I I know that game like the back of my hand. So uh, maybe we should talk about this trophy ideas that we have that aren't on the site. <laughs> but before we get into that, though, I do want to mention one quick thing about assist trophies. And when we first learned about them being in Smash, during the days of Smash uh-huh. Brothers Brawl, uh, Sakurai had the Smash Bros. Dojo, which I'm, I feel like most fans would still say is their favorite rendition of receiving Smash Bros. information from oh, Sakurai yeah, by far. leading up to the game. Because, I mean, Brawl or Smash 4 had Miiverse, which was interesting. I mean, we still had information mm-hmm. from, from it, but Miiverse was always kind of meh to me. And then mm-hmm. Ultimate was disappointing. Pretty much useless. Yeah, because like, while they did do still do a daily updates on the site... 95% mm-hmm. of it was shit we already knew about. Pretty much the only things that mm-hmm. weren't was the music. Yeah. Which, one time, spoiled the character that they were going to be releasing the next day. <laughs> Bloody tears. Thank you, Sakurai. Oh, man. Yeah, that. I can't believe that they revealed Hero like that. Well, okay. But uh, the first character that they, really, that they revealed as an assist trophy on the site was Samurai Goro from F-Zero, which was a character that, oh, yeah. um, up to that point, people were saying should be the next F-Zero character to be added to Smash. Mm-hmm. Why they said Samurai Goro? Probably only just because like he's villainous, uh, he's anti-Captain Falcon, and you know he's got a sword, so you know he can fight. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple there. But when the assist trophy was real, people didn't really understand what it was. And there was a lot of confusion as to what that meant. There were some people who thought it meant, holy shit, Samurai Goro's in the game. You can play as him. I was like, mm-hmm. well, yes, but actually no. Mm-hmm. He's in the game, but you don't play as him. Mm-hmm. Actually, is he still an assist trophy or did they have remove him? I think he's an assist trophy. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to have to check real quick because I don't remember if he's an ultimate or not. All right. Feel free, old doggy. Because like, they, they added a lot of assist trophies in ultimate, so it's it's hard to remember them all now. Uh, yeah, it looks like he is still in. Mm-hmm. So there you go. He's still an assist trophy. Mm-hmm. And also, as of, uh, as of Smash 4, you could KO assist trophies, but... Um, and you could earn a point if you uh, uh, defeat them. So if you're just playing, mm-hmm. if you're playing uh, time attack, 
you'll get a point to your score or whatnot. If you're playing stock, it really doesn't do shit. But <laughs> you can still do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You still can do it. That's good advice for a lot of things. Yes, it is. So, why don't we get into the meat of things? All right. Let's get into the meat. So I do enjoy it. What is the first assist trophy idea that you would like to reveal to our listeners and to myself? Yeah, and to you. I do like that we're kind of going into this blind. Yes. <laughs> so, um... Neither, neither one of us knows any of the characters on the other person's list. And we probably going to have a few crossover. So, remember what I mentioned something that you may consider big? Uh, I guess... Giant, perhaps it was pre. Is it the T Rex podcast, from Mario actually, Odyssey? So that's kind of... No, that would have been fun, but no. What I'm referring to, rather, this big meat that we're going to delve into, is a giant. It is our old friend. Oh, Doshin. Oh, the giant. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I considered mm -hmm. that one, but I couldn't think of an idea that I liked, so I left them off my list. Mm-hmm. So, what I have planned for Doshin is fairly simple. And by fairly simple, I mean that I wrote, like, a paragraph on it in my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, our buddy Doshin will appear in the background of the stage. Um, given there will be some stages that he can't appear on because you can't view him in the background, like Shadow Moses Island or something like that. But on stages that he can appear, he'll appear in the background. Like, imagine that Yoshi's with him just appearing and smiling towards the stage. Right, right. Then he, then he, his hands, he moves his hands forwards and he moves them about the stage. Uh, just fairly, fairly inconspicuously. He's smiling, he's having a good time. So like, just are walking the hands to and fro. In the stage? Yeah, the hands are in the stage. Okay, so like platforms. And, and they're yeah, so they're 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 platforms. They're capable of uh no, actually they're incapable of breaking objects, so he'll move them away if he's like backing into a block on Mushroom Kingdom or something. Um and then just move him another peg down or something to get out of the way. But uh, he's just moving his hands around the stage. They they function in a way similar to Isaac's hand that he summons, where he where they push people away, but slowly. Right. But anyway, if his hands are attacked, he becomes the angry giant, who I believe is named Henshin. That sounds right. I am sorry that I forgot, but yeah. And as the ang as as Henshin, he will go ahead and and start smashing his fist down on the stage and attacking opponents violently and aggressively and and really kind of blindly and just sway his hands everywhere until he's off the field. Okay, interesting. And that is uh, that is Doshin the giant, our, our giant friend. All right, I'm I'm glad that you did him because he he was a character that I kind of had like in the back of my mind. It, like when I was creating my list of his I had like a short list of like. 200-ish possible things that I could maybe narrow down from there. And I really wanted to include him. I just didn't know what to do, and I couldn't really find good information on him or his game to really come up with something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of the problem with me too. I honestly did zero research in the actual Ocean game. I was just thinking about it, and I was like, "Hey, I remember these assist trophies from Melee. This will work." Cheers. Yeah. So, the first one I've got up here. Uh, the way I'm assuming you approached your list the same way, but I was looking at it as like, okay, so we're, we're imagining assist trophies for the next Smash, and these are all kind of. Just in case they don't become characters. Because some of the ones that I have could easily be a character in the new Smash. Mm-hmm. And that, that especially goes for this first one. Because the first one is a character that's from a recent game. And then I kind of felt like, depending on the fan reception to the game, which I think has been pretty positive, I could see this character easily come to Smash. And that's the Cadet from Astral Chain. Ooh. I haven't gotten to play very much of this game. Uh, I do own it, and I'm planning to get further into it once I finish playing Persona 3. But uh, I, I played just a little, little bit of enough of the opening to see how the character fights, see how the little legion that they can summon fights to kind of envision mm -hmm. how, how they would move an assist trophy. And what I've come up with is that the cadet, who which I'm calling him that because he doesn't really have a canon name, whichever gender that you don't choose, uh, they're your, they become your brother and they are called Akira. Mm -hmm. Some people have said that just call the character Akira in Smash, but that's really doesn't that's really not accurate. Because then you're playing as the non-player character, which makes no <laughs> sense to me. But right. your rank in, when you start out the game is Cadet, so that's kind of where I'm going with that. But uh, I, I envision this assist trophy as being somewhat similar to the Saki Amami assist trophy from Brawl. Mm -hmm. Where right. he has like a, a gun that he can also swing like a blade. And the Cadet has both the police baton and like a little pistol when you start the game. But they also have this their, the Legion, this alien creature that is shackled to them that can mm -hmm. run around in a fight with a blade as well and i think there's i'm not sure if just different legions have different weapons or if you can change your weapon later in the game because i haven't gotten that far but i saw an intro so there were some that were using like bows and other kind of weapons but what i mentioned for this trophy is just essentially you've got the cadet uh he's running around he he can shoot with his pistol or he can whack with his police baton swapping between those as he desires but then you also have the legion mm -hmm. who you can see the spectral chain connecting the two of them does nothing, but you can see it there. And the Legion is also hunting down players, but going in more hard on the melee route and just slashing them with his sword. Uh, both of them you can be attacked, and mm -hmm. uh, if you KO uh, the Cadet, both of them disappear. But if you KO just the Legion, you've still got the Cadet on the field. But uh, nice. taking care of KOing Legion but not Cadet would not award you a KO point. You'd have to take out the Cadet to get that point. I like it. I like it a lot, my friend, especially because our friends in the Astral Chain universe have been done so dirty by Sakurai and friends. How so? Or Ultimate. By having a spirit board and not being included as playable. I mean... Yep. I'll run with it. <laughs> but no, the, the assist trophy is... Uh, that's, a good, that's a good idea. I haven't played Astral Chain myself, but I understand the mechanic enough to where... I could say you've done a dutiful job representing it. So, good old, good old boy. Good old job. Should we just keep on rolling? Absolutely. What's your next one? Okay, so I'm going to go and hop to one that would be replacing something that's already an asset in Smash. Oh. And it's not a playable character. It's not an assist trophy replacing anything to make it a playable character. It's, uh... It's replacing an item. Okay. And by that I mean the entire 
board of a Galaga playset appears on stage and just moves back and forth exactly as it does in the game itself. Uh, you know, the Galaga swoop down on the opponents and hit them. They, they, and then fly back to formation. They're shooting missiles at opponents and all manner of things. Um, the one thing that I'm thinking about ditching or at least making very rare is the boss Galaga being able to take opponents like it does as an item. So we're getting rid of that rather overpowered item and replacing it with something even more representative of its game. And you can knock out the the Galagas. Interesting. I like that. Yep. And that's the idea. I also had one for Space Invaders, and that would work the same way. And then I was like, hey, wait, why don't we just make it Galaga? Yeah. Me as a kid, I I had more fun playing Galaga than... uh, No, I... Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> me, me, as a kid, me as a kid, I played Space Invaders more than I did Galaga, but considering mm-hmm. Smash already has that Namco connection, and uh, the fact that we already had the boss Galaga item, it does make sense just to say, screw the item, let's just make it a Galaga assist trophy, and call that good. Yeah, I, I agree entirely. Uh, I actually I really enjoyed Galaga as a kid. I, I played Space Invaders a lot later, but... There, I think Space Invaders might have been the standard for the genre, but Galaga was a big name in its own right, and it also is already connected to a company that's a major player in Smash development, so bada-bing, bada-boom. Absolutely. What's next on your list? So, for my list, um, I'm going to go with a franchise that a lot of people are saying right now has too much, too much content in Smash, and I get it, guys. I do. But... The personality that is Raphael from Fire Emblem Three Houses <laughs> is just too good. I, nice. I came up with several Fire Emblem ideas. Uh, so, some are like specifically a character. Some are more of a theme, and I'll get I'll get more into that later. But Raphael is one that I knew I had to write down. And the mm. way he works, he he's I really love what I have here. Uh, so Raphael, when he's on the field, he's going to do one of two things. Uh, if he, like, he's, he loves fighting. Raphael loves fighting. He likes punching things mm-hmm. in the face and just showing how strong he is. So, naturally, you know, he sees an opponent, he's gonna go beat their face in. Pretty simple there. <laughs> but, the other thing that Raphael loves is eating. And that's eating anything. He's like a garbage disposal. You, you put food in front of him, Raphael gonna eat that food. So when there's food <laughs> on the stage, Raphael's going to be like, I know I was fighting someone, but I really want to go eat that. And he's going to run to the food and he's going to eat it. Which can actually heal him <laughs> if he's been attacked. So he, he will prioritize eating the food over anything else. And I just fucking love it. Uh, he, he <laughs> ate, You can KO him, but he does heal himself up when he eats the food. So, uh... You better hope there's not a lot of food on the stage. I mean, I, I mean, I guess if there is a lot of food on the stage, it doesn't really matter if you attack him or not, because he's going to be too preoccupied eating. I, you just better mm-hmm. hope that you didn't need that food for your own self, because yeah, yeah. you're going to get it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Is Thank he going to eat you. just food, or is he going to eat other items, too? Uh, not like heart containers or other restorative items. Purely the food-based ones. Okay, nice. <laughs> Which would include the Maxim Tomato. Okay, cool. Maybe when he's on stage, there could there could be some sort of algorithm that brings food on stage more often. 
Maybe. Uh, probably not. Yeah, but there could definitely okay. be a spirit battle that involves him and a lot of food. Okay, that's true. You, that's you know, true. you thought it was going to be a gourmet race between Kirby and Dede. You didn't know there was a third entrant. <laughs> I Oh, man. Yep, that that's worth it. That's worth the saturation. Yes, it is. Oh, man. I have some Fire Emblem ideas, too, none of which are as unique as that. So I'll, I'll just quickly just say that since they were kind of shafted for Byleth and Smash, uh, Edelgard, Demetri, and Claude could have second a second wind as assist trophies of the very least. Um, and just to, I, I had them marked down as just using combat art, so like and swapping between combat art. So when there when Edelgard is on stage, for instance, you can switch between Helm Splitter, Exhaustive Strike, or Apocalyptic Flame. Ooh. Or Dimitri switching between Tempest Lance, Frozen Lance, or Burning Quake. Claude switching between Dead Eye, Hunter's Volley, and Fallen Star. And each of those working in, in different ways. Like the animations uh, between Helm Splitter and Exhaustive Strike, for instance, are not that different, but the effect that they deal can. Like Edelgard can feel a little exhausted using Exhaustive Strike afterwards, but the, but the payoff would be doing something that's a, worth a lot more damage. Or maybe using... Uh, a final combat art like Fallen Star, or Burning Quake, or Apocalyptic Flame would have the benefit of having shorter range and a lot more startup time. But if they get you, you're almost as good as gone. So you better watch out. That's that sort of thing. I, I have two questions about those. Uh, the mm -hmm. first is, uh, do you envision all three of them coming out as one assist trophy and they're all just fighting out on the field at the same time? Or, or are each of those separate ideas? Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking of them as separate. Okay, but they can be they can be together, I guess. And I and I'm assuming from your description that they're kind of like the old Dark Samus trophy, where they're a bit more dynamic. They don't just like do one thing and then leave. They can run around, they attack, and they do these multiple different attacks before they eventually leave. Yeah, yeah, they can they can run around, they can attack. But I'm I'm thinking one combat art, just kind of similar to how you use them in the game. But prior to that, they can attack multiple times. Gotcha. Okay. mm Hmm. And that's, uh, well, those are those, I suppose. What's next on yours? <laughs> uh, I actually considered trying to do the three of them all happening at once for mine. But I kind of was just like, all right, I got I got, a, I got a lot of Fire Emblem here. Let's cut back. Let's focus on some other characters. Because I had <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so the next one I yeah. want to go over, this is an idea I've had for a while. And um, I've had an earmark to be put on Smashtopia eventually. But I just never got to it. Uh, this is QB from Box Boy. Oh, nice. So, uh, what I have here with QB is, you know, he appears just as his, like, his single cubular, uh, two-legged, very basic, boring self. But, uh, after being summoned, he'll quickly vanish and appear somewhere else on the stage, but, like, hanging in the middle of the air. At that point, he's going to extend the cube of his body, uh, to be as long as four cubes, like he can do in the games. Um, and this would be like straight up, straight horizontally, or he can do like some weird other, like tetramino shape, whatever he really wants to do at the time. And then anybody can step on him and use him as a platform. <laughs> nice. You, you can fall through him. You can, uh, jump up through him. No problem there. Kind of weird because he's a character, but whatever. Mm -hmm. We're rolling with it. But, um, after a short amount of time, QB will start to flash a little bit and then he'll vanish and then reappear somewhere else. And he'll form a different shape and be a different platform somewhere else. Oh, nice. Uh, he, he will become three different platforms in the stage uh, before he eventually leaves. So 
He's got some Very good cool. use out of them. And he's, it's a nice way to change the uh, the layout of the stage. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a really inventive way of, of using QB because I actually have QB on my list too. Uh-huh. But the only, the only way that I incorporated him was having him just walk around and then as he nears opponents, he'll extend his body in a way that he can summon up to four cubes. That's true. But he'll use them on the offensive and drop them on opponents. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's I like your idea a lot better. It's more inventive, certainly. <laughs> um, so with that said, we went over QB. I would like to instead pitch you a simple idea, but one that I think we'll both be that you would be pleased by. Um, this one is replacing. Theoretically, it could replace uh, an assist trophy, and give it room to become a character. Okay. But because it's a stretch in terms of series, it doesn't necessarily have to. But I would want it to. And that's Mouser from Super Mario Bros. 2 replacing Bomberman. Aha! Okay. Yep. I can see uh, there's that. Obviously, there's a difference in the functionality that they throw on in the game, of co- in the games, of course, but uh, in the respective time. But... Who cares? <laughs> it's you can have Mouser using the bombs similar to Bomberman, or you can have Mouser throwing bombs like in Super Mario Brothers too. Either way, it's a bomb-based assist trophy. Let's give that Bomberman some respect. Bomb diggity. Bomb diggity. So, since you mentioned uh, an assist trophy that could uh, take the place of one that currently exists, so that that character could possibly become its own character. I figured I'll go over uh, one of those as well for my list. And that is going to be Stanley from the old school Donkey Kong arcade game. Specifically, I believe it was Donkey Kong 3, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Where um, Donkey Kong is trying to attack, invade, whatever the hell he's doing, a greenhouse. And you're playing Stanley the Bugman, shooting him with pesticides to get him to leave. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it's... Kind of brutal, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Firing pesticides in a gorilla's face. But hey, that was yep. the 80s, so <laughs> go for it, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. the comparison I'm making here is the assist trophy for Ashley from WarioWare, where her assist trophy is just like, she summons this noxious purple cloud behind her. It's really, really unimaginative for Ashley. Let's be real mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And if you're standing in the cloud, you're, you're taking poison damage. And I think you might also be slowed, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong there. But uh, Stanley's sister, he could work the exact same way. He's shooting up pesticides from his little squirt gun thing, whatever the hell you call mm-hmm. that. I don't know, man. And if you're running through the cloud, you're taking poison damage, and you're slowed down because, well, you're kind of in... You're kind of sick going through there. He, so yeah, you're not, the you're not doing so good. Mm-hmm. But that, that's that's the basic idea behind Stanley. Pretty simple stuff. Nice, nice. I like it. It's a good callback, and it frees up a much better character to be playable. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, let's see. I have a question for you. Go for it. Remember me, Anthony Higgs? Really? Anthony Higgs. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, sell me on it. Just because he, just because Anthony Higgs possesses an ice beam, so I can imagine him using it similar to a tractor beam, standing in place and shooting opponents with these long strands of ice plasma stuff that freezes them from a distance. 
and that kind of and him building up a charge and spraying it in this diagonal radius upwards and downwards and hitting things in his path with a powerful beam of ice and as he appears on stage he can deliver one of his essential quotes like remember me and that's about it all right definitely would not have seen anthony higgs coming well then you didn't see him coming huh no no i did not i considered uh rundus <laughs> doing something similar but i'm just like eh. i never really care about rundus. yeah I... like he he, he was cool I... for all of five minutes and then oh yeah and then i stopped caring about prime three yeah yeah i get you <laughs> uh so the next one i've got oh. here um smash ultimate introduced the idea of having assist trophies you mentioned bomberman that uh are from third-party franchises that don't have a character or stage or anything else in smash which at the time mm -hmm. was seen as a very strange move yeah especially when you have a character like bomberman that could have been playable but looking back over it i kind of like the idea for for the most part i do feel like it should go for characters that um have less of a chance of being playable but hey mm -hmm. i mean i'll take a bomberman assist trophy if we can't have them playable Right. Is it what we want? No. Is it next best thing? Yeah. And it's still it's still giving the character a bit of a spotlight. But I want to spotlight Ooh, Daggy. I want to spotlight a character that just generates rage by the mm -hmm. other characters in the game. A character that's such a massive piece of shit. A character that really just loves to honk. <laughs> it's the goose. From the Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> I love this. I, I have not oh, played the game. Man. I personally don't care much about the game. I did watch a speedrun of it, so I understand how it all functions. It's kind of the thing that's like, you watch it, or you play it once, and you're like, you're just done. Like, I don't see the need to ever experience the game again. But it's yeah. just such a different idea. And I love it. So the assist trophy I have here is, you see the goose and all his glory. He's there. He, he's running around the stage. He's honking at the players. The honk doesn't do shit, by the way. It's just mm. He just honks. But yeah. the goose is known in the game for taking items. Sometimes he just takes an item from like the garden and throws it in the lake. Sometimes he steals Farmer McGregor's keys off his belt and he carries them away. It's just, mm -hmm. this guy's a real dick. He really is. So how yep. how to best translate that? Well, how about this? Oh, hey, you're running around with a beam sword in your hands? The goose is going to steal the beam sword out of your hands. He's going to run up to you, and he's going to actually attack you. Do a small amount of damage, but then you're not going to have the beam sword anymore. It's going to be in the goose's mouth, and he's going to run away with it. <laughs> the goose will prioritize anybody that is wielding an item of some sort and this doesn't include mm -hmm. just beam swords this is also uh like a screw attack or a franklin badge mm -hmm. um you, you can't steal away a super mushroom or a smash ball things like that because those are like things that you're currently being affected by it's not an item that you're holding but if you got a dragoon or a daybreak piece yeah the goose can take those ain't gonna be good for you diabolical Go goose is uh Goose is goose. Don't fuck with goose, man. Oh, Don't man. And I assume the goose is going to look exactly like it does in the goose game. Exactly like it. I mean, there's probably, like, a yep. slight graphical upgrade for Smash, like, you know, to just uh, make him brighter, mm -hmm. essentially. 
But as far as the art style is concerned, it's true to the game. We're not doing <laughs> no brawl where everything is hyper-realistic. Yeah. Worked for some characters. Oh did not work for others. Oh, boy. T Tomb Link no, looking like a real boy was weird. Yes, it was. Considering the whole idea was Tomb Yes. Link. Um, I thought when I was like, ooh, daddy... Yeah, when I said that, I was actually kind of thinking you're going to be a little more conventional than Goose. Nope. And I was like, oh, man, that's good. Topical, modern, perfect choice. I think so. Um, I'll talk about something more conventional then. You were talking about Bomberman and how Bomberman in the game, mm -hmm. then not. Yeah. If he can't be playable, playable. And I feel the same way about another character. Uh, one that's really surprising that we haven't seen them yet, especially since Ubisoft got assist, uh, me ah. costumes. Yeah, so just Rayman. And have Rayman attack with many of his many of his iconic attacks. Have him wind up a punch and throw it at opponents. Have him slap opponents. Have him jump on opponents. Have him with his helicopter. The whole nine. The and whole nine. It's just Rayman. It's just Rayman, but as an assist trophy. Uh, honestly, a shame, but... Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, when they revealed Bomberman being an assist trophy, the first thing that popped in mm -hmm. my mind after, you know, after the whole why isn't he a character deal, was like, okay, so Rayman assist trophy, I guess? Mm -hmm. And then it didn't happen. I was just like, why though? You, you've been doing yeah. a lot of collaboration with Rayman and with Ubisoft between Starlink and having the Star Fox crew in that game. The rate the um, Mario and Rabbids Mario Kingdom and battle. Rabbids. Why? Why mm -hmm. is the the Rayman assist trophies in Smash Four? The Rayman Spirits in Ultimate. Mm -hmm. Why is he not an assist trophy? It's really strange. I don't understand yeah. why. I don't know. I don't know. Now we have an Alta Ear costume. And we have Rabbit costume, and there's still no Rayman. Yeah, but uh. Not even as a costume, so I don't know if they're planning them for fighter for a fighter pass or something, but it's just so strange. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just uh, I would much rather have Rayman be playable, but if he has to be an assist trophy, at least he would be a good one. Um, you know, and if and if we did have Rayman as a playable character, you can have his pal Glowbox take his place as an assist trophy and function in a very similar manner. Absolutely, and. Uh, and while we're on the Rayman soapbox, I also want to mention really quickly, Murphy, Murphy, from Rayman Legends, Rayman Origins, who, you know, that little toad guy, fairy, that'll float around, and you I can command know. him to slap things. I, I do not know okay, what that so is. That, yeah, so, that, so that's, that's Murphy for you. He's he's a little guy that flies around, and, and on the Wii U, for instance, you can, you can control him on the gamepad in certain Murphy levels in Rayman Legends. Okay. Uh... And he, and he floats around, he slaps opponents, and he can also find dangling cages, just like in Legends, and zoom past the rope that's holding them from the sky and have them fall on opponents for extra damage. And uh, that would be a quick animation, too, like the cage wouldn't become another platform or something. Uh, that's, 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 a, that's the Rayman portion of this broadcast. Thank you. Actually, that's not the Rayman portion of this broadcast. Oh, I really? A, I have a Rayman assist trophy, too. Rabbit Peach? Rabbit Peach! 
Yes. Oh, I just threw my pen. I heard. Wow. And so did everyone else. <laughs> yes, they did. I, I, I could have done Rayman. I could have. But I was just like, you know what? Let's pick one of the rabbits because, first of all, people hate the rabbits. And when they were rumors of rabbit assist trophies in, like, Smash 4, there was outrage. Pure outrage. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. people love the Kingdom Battle game. They really did. And I'm still kind of confused mm-hmm. by that. But, hey, whatever. But when you look at the different rabbits that they added to Kingdom Battle, there's there was one that really stood out with their personality. Mm-hmm. That was Rabbit Peach. Like, mm-hmm. Rabbit Peach is the one that people talk about. Nobody else... The others people don't really care about. I think there might be a little bit about Rabbit Luigi. Maybe. And then there's laughs that how, oh, ha, ha, we have Waluigi, but we don't have Waluigi. Wow. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter Doing at all. Doing the boy dirty again. Mm-hmm. But so what I came up with with Rabbit Peach is, I mean, rabbits are crazy, right? They just, mm-hmm. they don't have any really sense of direction or task management. They just <coughs> do. So mm-hmm. I have Rabbit Peach with her blaster weapon. Uh, she's she's just running around in no real measured way. She's kind of just like moving wherever she wants in this chaotic fashion, firing off shots sometimes straight up in front of her, sometimes straight up, sometimes diagonally. It's just it doesn't make any sense the way she's going about things. And sometimes Rabbit Peach gets distracted. You know, she, she was shooting around. She knows she's supposed to be attacking you, but sometimes she's just like, you know what? Now it's time for a selfie, and she'll take a picture of herself <laughs> with her phone, because that's what Rabbit Peach do. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, you can KO her, because who doesn't want to? Thank you, God. Yes. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> that's fr- that <laughs> is the portion of the Rayman broadcast. Done. Does the, do the selfies cause... You to be stunned if you get caught up in the white flash. Um, you know, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. If you were, okay. if you were close enough, would you permit to be right behind her when she flashed the picture on her on her camera phone? Then yeah, you'll be stunned momentarily. Okay, okay. I know I would be stunned by a stunner like her. Sure. <laughs> sure. What a lovely broadcast that was. Uh, who's going next? You are me. Okay, imagine a world in okay. which men and women and of various spatial races got together on the intergalactic track to race of the car. Oh, Star Fox Grand Prix. I'm, t- I'm talking about G Zero. That's right. No, I'm not. I'm talking about F Zero. That's right. Uh, how about our for? friend Pico? Ah, Pico! I wanted to include him, but I had other things. Mm -hmm. He will run around and grapple opponents, because you always talk about how he has the build of a wrestler. So I grabbed from your idea. He can grapple opponents and then toss them backwards onto their heads. When at close range, and he'll shoot them with his blaster from afar, so he's a multi-talented guy. And he can be KO'd. Sounds simple enough to me, and I am on board with it. I like me a weird pea-looking, like, a, it's like a cross between a pea and a turtle. And a rhino. Yeah. Without Good times. Yep. <laughs> so, most of trophies in the Smash games are of actual characters. But there's a few that are of 
regular enemies from uh, the various Nintendo games, such as mm-hmm. Hammer Bro. Well, mm-hmm. what about the Boo Buddies from Super Mario World? I do like Boo Buddy. And to, if you're not sure what the Boo Buddies are, um, obviously they're Boos, but these what I'm specifically referring to here is uh, when you're in the ghost house and you see that ring of booze that they don't they don't move towards you at all. They're just constantly spinning in a ring. Uh, there's nothing in the middle of them, so that's a safe place that you can hide, just like directly in their middle. And there's always just like mm-hmm. one boo missing from the ring that you that that's where the spot that you need to jump through in order to safely get out without being hit by a boo. And I feel like yeah. that's just a great thing to have in the system as well. Just take them purely the exact same way. Super Mario World graphics. Uh, you have a ring of boo buddies. They're circling around each other uh if you run into one you're getting damaged but if you can jump out of the hole in the right time you're good now of course with the chaos that is smash not being hit by the booze <laughs> laughable but uh mm-hmm. it, they're, they're very much a very passive hazard you can't hurt them they're not out to get you but just flying through the air if somebody attacking you somebody's gonna get hit by them booze I do like getting hit by them booze. You do. <laughs> That's nice. I especially like the charm of that idea of having them be Super Mario World graphic style. Yeah. But most of the no, cool. I feel like, should be in the more 3D graphics. But there's a few mm-hmm. that I think they're okay to be in the old school style. Like the like the uh, Advance Wars uh, tanks one that we had in Brawl and Smash yeah. 4. That one I was okay with mm-hmm. being in old school graphics. Yeah, I agree. And when I saw the 3D um, version of Flying Man that they tried to make for the, the uh, that <laughs> stage, oh, that was ugly. Oh boy. Oh no. Yeah, just wait until it becomes playable. Uh, well, oh, well, no, no, please, yeah. no, please. So, um, good idea. I have another vision for you to pose to yourself oh so imagine a world in which men and women of various spatial races gathered on the intergalactic racetrack to race of the car star fox grand prix yes but no, no. james mcleod from f-zero also in assist trophy I what? Had. yeah what? Except because James McCloud is essentially a parody of James McCloud from Star Fox, and that's basically his character, and everything about him is a parody of that, and he's taken seriously in the world of F-Zero. But here I'm thinking about pulling the parody a bit further. We know our friend Dan Hibiki. Yes. So let's, let's imagine James McCloud from F-Zero appearing on stage and having a moveset very akin to Fox McCloud from Star Fox, who's playable in Smash, except all of his attacks kind of just don't land the mark exactly like Foxes do. He can slip, he can fail, or his moves just aren't as powerful because he tries a Firefox, and all he does is fly in the air without fire. That sort so, of So, Flyer Fox. Yes, Flyer Fox. And, uh, you know, it, it could be a bit of a mix of Patrick Falcon in there, too, because he can't necessarily use a reflector. His pistol he can use and just won't be as effective as Fox. He can, like, he can kick around, and there you go. 
So, so this is bad box art Mega Man. Yes. Oh God. Except James McCloud, a legit character from F Zero, who is just a parody of James McCloud from Star Fox. See, I would have expected by the way, Slippy Toad dead. in this role. Right, that would have been good. Maybe you can propose Slippy next. He's not know. on my list, so I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> Mine neither. So, when we were discussing what Assist Trophy is, you said something very specific. You said that uh, anything that's not a Pokemon can be an Assist Trophy. Well, you know what's not a Pokemon? Professor Oak. Team Rocket! <laughs> and when better. I say Team Rocket, I don't mean the generic grunts from the video games. I don't mean Giovanni. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I mean James, Jesse, and Miel from the anime. You're goddamn right I do. <laughs> so, so, I love this one. I love this here. So, how Team Rocket functions is you'll see uh, the, the classic oh trio, Jesse, James, and Miel, they're there, they're making their poses, and they are immediately going to launch into saying the classic Team Rocket mo motto. The thing that any Pokemon fan knows from the anime and mm -hmm. what do you, do you remember what their motto ends with? They're gonna blast off at the speed of light, aren't they? Oh, you goddamn know it. <laughs> so, when the motto ends and they say Team Rocket blasting off the speed of light, surrender now, prepare to fight, they are literally gonna explode. There's gonna be an explosion that happens right behind them. It's gonna send the trio flying off in the background, screaming, Team Rocket blasting off again. You'll see them kind of like how uh, you see Samus's gunship in the background after Ridley's Final Smash. You'll see them just like spiraling, getting smaller and smaller in the back and forth. That final like little blink, little flashing effect that happens there. An enemy that's too close to the explosion, well, that's unfortunate for you. You're caught in the explosion, and now you just take a lot of damage. But considering that mm -hmm. you had that long windup of the theme, you can easily stay away from it unless you know somebody is a. Uh, throwing you in their direction. Uh, yeah. Team Rocket can be KO'd. You can damage them. You can knock them out early before they finish their speech. But when you do, you don't end the assist trophy. They just blow up early. So uh, <laughs> don't hit the melee, because that's dumb. Mm-hmm. That's... Oh, man. Yes, it is. That it's is good. just lovely. Yes. That's just lovely. And, and you have no gripes about them being from the anime, huh? Let's be honest here. Uh, for the most part, the... Uh, Pokemon representation in Smash, especially early on, was heavily influenced by the anime. Yeah. That's that's why that's a large part of why we got Jigglypuff as a second rep. Also because, you know, it was easy to build off of Kirby, but Jigglypuff was a huge part of the anime. Um, Lucario had a movie uh, leading up to the fourth generation, so Lucario was an easy popular pick to make. Uh, Greninja got the whole Ash Greninja shit, which granted happened after... Granted, you've got in Smash 4, but still. Mm -hmm. uh, Ash got a Litten. We have Incineroar. Come on. Yeah. Pokemon is yep. more influenced by the anime than it is by the games when it comes to Smash Brothers. Yeah, and that, and we also have a, an actual Team Rocket KO in the game that any character can suffer from. Yes. So, nice. I do enjoy that. And. Let me just say, I have a, another star to propose to you, speaking of explosions and blasting off into the space-time continuum. Is it Stappy to um, replace Starfy? No, actually, but um, you're on the right track. Now, let me propose to you this. 
imagine a world in which male and female competitors from many a spatial race uh, get together on the intergalactic track to race of the car. <laughs> Do you seriously have a third F zero assist trophy that you're going to go into right now? Seriously, yes, and it's dear yes, God, and it's split the last that shit. one. Yes, and it's the last one. I just, fucking I, Christ, I, I what like, is it? I'm I'm in it for the bit. Is it is it, is it Phoenix and QQQ? No, it's Mister EAD. That was going to be my next guess. He and here's how he works. Mister EAD lets out a a bountiful guffaw and sets both of his hands on his waist very, very statuesquely. He's like a Barbie, but he's Mr. EAD. Uh, and as he laughs, he shoots a flurry of stars from the Starman on his belt. And they move forward and, and attack opponents, similar to like Mario using uh, one of the star powers from Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, and occasionally, maybe star men will fly out of there and grant some people invincibility, too, like as a rare occasion. And that's about that. That's that's my third and final one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I just so wanted to give them their due. You sh- I'm sure you did. I'm sure oh, I you did. did. So um, I'm going to jump back to Fire Emblem here real quick. Because I mentioned before that I had some that were just character, but some that were more of a role. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is... There is a fuck ton of Fire Emblem characters. Oh, yeah. But they're really kind of divided up. In a way, you can divide it up into archetypes, both in who the character is and how they act, but also how they fight. You have Lance Infantry. You have uh, Axe Wyverns. You've got um, Singers. You've got Blue Mages. You've got all this shit. People wearing mm-hmm. heavy armor and wielding an axe. you got all kinds of stuff. So I figured, you know what, here's an idea. Why not instead of just picking a character from Fire Emblem, why don't we pick a role, something that they can do, and then we pick a character that fits that. So I have a basic idea here where you, you can take just about any Lance Infantry unit, and specifically I'm kind of thinking either like Donald from Fire Emblem Awakening or Leone from Three Houses. Uh, and this is a very simple system. Whoever the Lance unit is, they just, they're hefting up their Lance and they're just charging forward. Simple enough. Nice. They're just they're just running straight forward, trying to like gouge anyone in their way. Uh, sometimes they'll stop and they'll do like a quick thrusting animation to uh, like going in like a little bit of a, a cone of effect, but it's it's very small. But you can mm-hmm. be hit by that multiple times if you're unfortunate enough. And they'll go back to charging around, just trying to stab whoever they can. It's just a very basic one, but it's one that there's a lot of different characters that can really fit that idea, and. You could even have it, if you wanted to, you could have it just be like, this is be the Lance Infantry, but every time it appears, it could happen as, like, one of yes. eight different characters. Yes. Am I going to list out yes. eight different possibilities right this second? Fuck no. But if I had my way, Leone and Donal are definitely two of them. Leone, Donal, uh, yeah, would be a good one. Hmm. Nephany would be another good one. Oh, yes. Nephany would be a great choice. Perry. Uh, Perry would be a good one. Uh, yeah. We got five anyway. Yes, we do. <laughs> nice. No, I, I like that idea a lot. There was there was a time when I was like, oh, hey, that's how we can make Fire Emblem characters function as playable in the game, too. Like, have a Wyvern Lord and have Minerva be the base, but then also have someone like Har or someone like... 
I'm blanking on other Wyvern Knights right now. But Camilla, you get the idea. Camilla, oh, Seth. Yeah, un- unfortunately, even yeah, yeah, Seth too. That's a good one. Uh, but you know, for assist trophies, I think that works better. I think it so does. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I know. Um. So now that we're back on my end, let's just say. In a world Imagine where a furry world. space creatures don't go on the space track and instead they just shoot things on their ships. Mm-hmm. In a world where demons and angels are locked in anime-style combat and penguins do the bidding of one demonic sorceress. <gasps> Dude! Dude. Prinnies. Pretties. Yes. And they jump on stage, and I'm imagining them getting together, five or six of them. And some of them are wearing different outfits, like afros and cowboy hats. Some of them are doing ballet and all sorts of manner of shit. And then they're commanded from off stage to actually move forward, or maybe Etna's on stage with them and tells them to get their stuff together. And then they all hop towards a, uh, an opponent, and in like a like a dot you know like when something in a cartoon when there's a fight and there's like a big cloud around the opponent yeah 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 so like that there's a big cloud around them and you can see the printies in the cloud like using different weapons like sickles and rocks and stuff and, and boots and just throwing things around while they get caught in the flurry and the opponent's caught in the flurry the flurry can build up and build larger and larger as opponents are caught up in it and that's uh, the assist do Camp Prunies also explode on contact? Yes, yeah, so I guess you can potentially attack them during the phase and they can explode. So I, I love the point. idea of us, and I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that it's Etna that appears out of the assist trophy, and then mm-hmm. she summons all these Prunies onto the stage and just commands them to fight for her. Yeah. I yeah. love that a lot. <laughs> I've never played Disgaea. I don't know shit about it other than Etna as a mm-hmm. demon. She commands printies, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I've played very minimal from it myself, but printies uh, kind of just pervade pop culture and are well beyond Disgaea itself. Oh, yeah. They were fairly popular for a while. They were. They were, they were a fair part of my emo past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take a look at that uh bust photo from Yahoo. Nope. Gonna pass. Gonna pass right hard. Okay. Okay, so uh <laughs> I got one that you probably aren't expecting. This is an indie character mm-hmm. that had a, a pretty strong collaboration with Nintendo. And that's nice. Cadence of Hyrule. Hi- and that's well I about to say Cadence of Hyrule, but Cadence. that's yeah, yeah. C- Cadence from Crypt of the Decker Dancer and Cadence of Hyrule. Nice. Uh, so Cadence, um, her games are ones I could never play. I could never do it. It's just not a game I can ever, I would ever be able to. I would, I would be the literal worst at her games. Rhythm-based, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a rhythm. I mean, some rhythm-based games I could do, like uh, Guitar Hero or Rock Band, I could do something like that fairly simply. But C- mm-hmm. Crypt of the Necker Dancer, you have to move and attack on this grid-based field in time with the music. Oh, yeah. That's too much for me. But yeah. how I'm imagining this in Smash. So, Cadence appears. 
And she's going to start moving and attacking in beat with whatever song is currently playing on the stage. So sometimes she might be going fairly slow with things. Others, other songs, it's going to be a fucking chaotic mess. And you need to <laughs> fucking run away from Cadence. Uh, mm -hmm. She'll be swinging around either like a dagger, a spear, a whip, or the golden loot that she has in the game. Uh, people who are too close to her, yeah, you know, you may not want to be because she's going to be hurting you bad. Uh, and if any player can time the hits of one of their attacks on another player in tune with the music, while Kings is on the field, you get a small boost in damage and knockback. So it's not just nice that can uh, attack in time with the music. If you are able to as well, you're going to be rewarded. It's going to be very difficult because the characters have their own speeds and combo systems. But if you can manage to pull it off, even for just like a couple attacks, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Uh, man, I did not expect that. And mostly I didn't expect it because it's a music game. Yep. So that's nice. Out of left field. I enjoyed. Yeah, that's that's cool. What the heck? Oh. <laughs> let's let's go through the list and find something that ought to be cool. <laughs> oh, have you seen that nothing you have as, as cool as Cadence? Uh, here's one. How about some old friends of ours? I don't know if you would be. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't know if you would be quite expecting this either. But uh, but it's from a fa fan favorite game of yours. Super Mario RPG. No. Mega Man Battle Marble Saga. Marble Saga Kororimpa. I don't know what that is. It's a game very similar to Marvel Madness on the Wii. And it, and it had a sequel as well. Never played it. And basically all manner of marbles. There's different types of marbles. Just like marbles that you would expect. Like metal ones. Uh, ones with cool designs. There's also marbles that blink and are alive. Like pig marbles and panda marbles. But they all function as marbles. And basically uh, the, when the Koronpa are on stage. Um, these curved platforms appear from which they launch. And they're just volleyed out into the stage falling down from these platforms and they just move everywhere and if you get hit by them you're bludgeoned and you get hit and you get dealt damage uh opponents can hit can knock them around and make it into like kind of a pinball or or pachinko style mess on the stage mm -hmm. and the coron paw uh you know it's like being stuck in a in a ball pit with them but uh, but a little less chaotic than that. But they also deal a lot more damage than balls in the ball. Right. And that's that's the Kororinpa. Oh. Your favorite game. Okay. Whatever. Whatever that was. Yep. Sure. That's not the weirdest thing I have on my list. Cadence isn't the weirdest thing I have on my list either. Nice. I I have two in particular that I would call. Strange choices. Wonderful. I fucking love them. Well, I, lo <laughs> I love one in particular. The other one, I'm more kind of met on it. I had a hard time figuring out how I wanted them to work, but I really wanted to include them because I knew it would drive you for a loop. Did you want to talk about them next? Or uh, what are we we're going we're to save them for a little bit. We're going to save them. Uh, next up, I'm actually going to go with Star Wolf from Star Fox, obviously. Enough. In a world. Where furry space nice. creatures get in ships. Yes, yes, yes. We know. So, uh, when the assist trophy opens up, a single wolf in space fighter will appear out of it, and then it'll just fly off screen. Disappears. It's gone. 
Mm-hmm. But then, a, you'll see a classic Star Fox dialogue box looking like how it does in Star Fox Assault. Uh, and it'll, it'll appear on the bottom of the screen as you see, like, Pigma, Leon, Panther, and Andrew Ikoikini, uh, briefly talking to amongst each other. There's different bits of dialogue that can appear each time the sister trophy is opened. But, um, when, when this starts in, you'll see those, there are four different wolf and fighters that each of them are piloting. They'll be flying across the, the top of the screen, strafing down, swooping down, shooting lasers across the screen. Kind of similar to, um... How the fighters will appear on the Corneria stage, but being a lot more dynamic. Oh man, I love them. I love the Star Wolf. Yes, they're pretty good. I that's that's uh yeah, that's something that we can as assist trophies continue to evolve. I can't imagine that we wouldn't get something awesome like that. Yeah. So that's nice. That's very nice. Let's uh. Let's see here. <clears throat> Do you like a swooping stitch bug? Oh, God. Yep. Comes in, it hones in on opponents, grabs them, throws them mightily into the ground. And, you know, it's, it's throwing you so mightily into the ground that if you're past the stage and it's throwing you towards just nothing, like a blank void, off stage, you're going to be in some trouble. Yeah. And uh, it sticks around for a while. It could probably grab you and throw you m multiple times, like a handful of times, if you're that unlucky. And that's a swooping stitch bug. All right. So, so it's Very... got a little bit of similarity with the Abra Pokemon. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it does. Good point. Okay. But uh, you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to toss Pikmin something that was fairly simple and representative of the series. I was like, oh, how about that? Well, since you brought up Pikmin, Boldly. I thought I'd go into my idea for Pikmin. Nice. So, uh, Ultimate gave us the Burrowing Snagret as an assist trophy, mm -hmm. which, mm -hmm. you know, Burrowing Snagret's pretty cool. A uh, bit of a pain in the ass, but, you know, pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to remove the Burrowing, Burrowing Snagret from the game. I'm removing that assist <laughs> trophy. You want it to be playable. No, 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 no. Instead of bringing in Louie. What? Now you're probably thinking, okay, why do you have to remove the burring snagret to include Louie? Well, let me just, you know, just hold on for a goddamn second, all right? Fucking chill. Let me get <laughs> to the goddamn idea before you start judging me. So, when Louie appears under his trophy, you don't just see Louie. He's holding on for dear life on top of either a red bulb orb, a yellow wallywog, or a burrowing snagret. <laughs> So this is all part of the same specifically. It's all Louie, but every time he appears, he's going to be attached to one of these three creatures. Uh, if, he, if he's on the red bulb orb, the red bulb orb is going to attempt to just slowly walking around, trying to eat opponents as well as items. If it gets somebody and its giant mouth, it's going to chew on them for a little bit before spitting them out. Items will not be spit out. They're just going to be destroyed. Unless it's an explosive, in which case it's going to be hurting the bulb orb. Uh, if he's attached to a yellow yes, wallywog... Uh, the yellow Wallywog will leap up high into the air, hover for a very few seconds, and it's going to slam down onto the stage, dealing pretty hefty damage to anybody that's directly below him, and also burying mm -hmm. them in the ground like a pitfall item would. Nice. And then there's a Burrowing Snagger, which acts the exact same as the Burrowing Snagger from Ultimate. There's just, you see Louie clinging for dear life. 
<laughs> on the back of its head as it just goes wild pecking at everyone else. <laughs> I, I love the idea because Pikmin 2, you know, we see Louie being carried up by different creatures. He's actually part of the final boss fight being trapped there. And he has this weird affinity with the monsters. And I just felt like it, mm-hmm. it would make sense to have his assist trophy be him, but with a monster. Yeah. That's a lot more interesting than the playable Louie. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's not much you can do with Pikmin characters that Olimar doesn't already do. Yeah, that's very true. Alf should be an Echo, though. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Let's see. So... You've heard about the Kororan pod, have you? You did talk about them. <clears throat> okay. Then, how about... How about... Bad Prince Fluff. Prince Fluff! Yep, Prince Fluff from the Kirby's Epic Yarn. And also Kirby's Epic Yarn, whatever the deluxe. hell they call it on the 3DS. Yes, Deluxe. Original naming right there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so people have gone on about how he could be a playable character. And I, and I have, you know, I am like that idea, but there's so many Kirby characters in contention for playable. Um, like let's say Smash Six, Marks is obvious. Uh, Adeline is obvious. There's there's a few characters that I would mark above Prince Fluff. Oh, definitely. Especially definitely. because we're especially because we're not quite sure Kirby's Epic Yarn is ever going to be revisited from here on. But it would be a good assist trophy. He can he can appear, and he can just. Uh, there can be various buttons that appear on stage, and he can jump towards them and pull at them with his yarn and have them turn into yarn platforms that stay up for a number of uses hmm. before disintegrating. Uh, or he can attack opponents, and he can attack opponents in the various yarn forms that Kirby gets into, not only using his yarn hand as a whip or, uh, or pulling opponents in and spinning them around, but turning into a yarn tank, turning into a yarn UFO, Basically, using Kirby's yarn copy abilities from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Makes as, sense to me. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I, I like the aesthetic of a yarn-based character like Prince Fluff. It would be cool to see. Certainly, a lot more of a you know a physical appearance-based effect than, say, Wooly World. Not Wooly World. Uh, Crafted World's Yoshi and Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fluffy prince for you, and and that's 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 the idea. All right. Yes, sir. So, every third party character that's gotten to the Smash, most most every third party character that's gotten to the Smash has had at least one assist trophy from its franchise join them. Uh, Pac-Man technically breaks the rule. There's no Pac-Man series assist trophy, but we do have. Um, Oh, no, that's right. We do have the Pack Ghost. I actually had that wrong. My bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, we had, like, other Namco stuff surrounding him. But um, the, the the other exceptions to this role, like, all the all the, uh, the DLC characters, they don't have them because we just get character, a stage, and some music and spirits, which, fair enough. But yeah. there's one third-party character in the base roster of Ultimate that doesn't have an assist trophy. Oh. Cloud Strife. 
there's no association for Final Fantasy. Now, there's there's various rumors about why Final Fantasy has such a low amount of content in Smash, and I'm not going to get into it at the moment. But I decided, you know what? Something I wanted to make sure to do was that for any third-party character currently in Smash that doesn't have an assist trophy, I wanted to come up with an idea for them. Where I'm probably not going to get to all of them in today's podcast, but I wanted to at least make sure I get to the one I select for Final Fantasy. And I considered Aerith or Barrett or Sephiroth for all from Final Fantasy VII, but then I decided, you know what, why, why limit myself to just a Final Fantasy VII choice when I could pick the Black Ooh. Mage from Final Fantasy I? Yeah. So what I envision here for the Black Mage, like he, he's, it's not going to be in his... So uh, is that spread... Barrett with magic? No. Okay. The... Oh, no! this is Final Fantasy One. Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> I'm not having him be in the traditional sprite appearance. He's going to have a more <laughs> uh, updated look to him, which shouldn't be too bad. I mean, it's fairly simple. He's got a blue cloak. He's got... You can't see his face. It's just shadowed in a yellow hat. Not the heart. Yeah, I mean, they did it in Hoops 3 on 3. Yes, they did. With slight altering to the design, though. But for mm-hmm. this assist trophy, I see the Black Mage chanting. You don't know what he's Ooh. saying. It's some weird foreign language it's very muttered so you can't really make out what he's saying it's not intelligible but um as he's doing this there are four elemental crystals that are above him and they will start to glow with energy um in a specific order first you'll see the earth crystal glow yellow the fire crystal will grow red water crystal will glow blue and then finally the wind crystal will glow green shortly after the wind crystal finishes the black mage will cast his spell and it's going to be huge uh, each of these are really some form of AoE. Uh, mm-hmm. in, it, there's five different spells that can happen here. There's Quake, represented by Earth. Uh, like, various bits of Earth will fly up from around him. Kind of like the Metagross uh, Pokeball, but a lot worse. You'll see chunks of ground just flying up and hitting people from... A, like, generally speaking, either immediately striding Black Mage or above him. Uh, there's Fyraga, which is a giant massive fireball that's going to be thrown forwards that will explode into this kind of like smart bomb shaped, not shaped, but like sized explosion, but it's more like Mm -hmm. a bunch of explosions all happening together. Uh, there's Blazaga, which is going to summon massive ice spikes coming downwards at an angle, um, just shooting people in front. Thundaga is going to cause a massive thunderstorm across the, the stage, primarily centered around where the Black Mage is. And then there's Flare. Flare being the most powerful black magic spell usually in the Final Fantasy games. It's going to be a whole bunch of explosions across the stage. Some small, some large. And they're not happening at the same time, so you can kind of try to dodge around. Hang on, maybe, but you can try. Uh, You can KO the black mage and stop him before he finishes his spell, but where's the fun in that? There is no fun. You should just let it happen. Just let it, let it come let your death come not until after this episode oh okay <laughs> that's a, that's a good idea i mean if we can't have black mage playable we can have him as an assist trophy yes we can kinda, kind of the standard idea here if we can't have all the different galagas playable we can have him as, as an assist trophy yep so uh with that said Tell me, have you ever heard of a botchling? 
No. Ah. Well, my dear friend, a botchling in the Witcher lore. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait until wait until you hear about this. It's a uh, a botchling is a highly deformed fetus. Oh. Are you sure it's not Death Stranding? No, but it was created from the. Uh, this is from the Witcher Wiki. Created from the improper burial of unwanted. Created from the improper burial of unwanted stillborn infants. And it preys on pregnant women. And it looks disgusting and has a very long tongue and and jagged teeth and will it and will attempt to attack you. And it'll it'll actually when you summon it on the stage, it'll stalk who summoned them, similar to how it happens in Witcher Three. And if you get too close to the botchling, it'll attack you by lashing at you with its tongue, or or biting at you, gnawing at your flesh, swallowing your head. But if there's an item nearby and you grab it, the the botchling will see it as an offering and then it will become a leberkin because it'll know that it was wanted instead of unwanted a leberkin being a friendly household guardian spirit created from a botchling after it's transformed and realizes that it can move on and and be good and it'll bless the summoner with a with a significant buff and it'll leave the stage and float off satisfied. I am visibly uncomfortable, and I really wish that Men in Black is real, so I could steal one from one of their memory wipers and get rid of that <laughs> from my memory. And I'm sure all of our viewers wish that too, because what is wrong with you? Why couldn't you just say Gerald or whoever that goddamn bard is that follows him around? What the fuck, man? <laughs> What is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> What's wrong with a deformed fetus being in Smash? Everything! Everything? That depends on who you ask. Everyone agrees! Okay, okay, then I guess I guess I take it all back. It started as a joke. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, let's develop this idea. Let's not! <laughs> How about how about we erase that monstrosity from our memories and talk about something that's really Did unique? Did you see the picture? Why the fuck would I see a picture? No. There's a leprechaun right there. No, I'm not looking at anything. Okay. No, we're moving okay. the fuck on with one of mine so we can erase this monstrosity with something that you never would have expected me to come up with, and that thing is a really funny idea. Hey, that was something that you never expected me to come up Tell with. Tell me, have you ever played Ring Fit Adventure? No. Did you expect me to say those words? No. Good. It's the dragon, isn't it? It's the dragon. Nice. Who, by the way, is named Drago. Very creative. It's not spelled like you would expect, but that is how it is said, I think. <laughs> so, Drago... Is this really... Isn't that who Daenerys was in love with? In no, shut up. We're moving on okay. from your stupidness. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> so Drago, he's this super buff dragon. He likes lifting weights. He likes staying in shape. Uh, he was pretty pissed off that he got banished away to some realm before the Ring Fit game happened because, you know, then he couldn't work out anymore and he was really bummed out about it, which is mm-hmm. really weird motivation for a boss character. <laughs> but you know what? I'm rolling with that shit. Yep. So Drago, as an assist trophy, he really doesn't care about the fight. He doesn't give two shits about what's going on. He just wants to work out, man. Just just let him just let him stay wherever he was summoned. Let him lift his weights. Let him just like curl his biceps around, and just have a good time working out. But if you make the mistake of attacking him, either with uh, a melee attack or ranged, he's really not going to take likely. I mean, you can attack him for a little bit, and he'll just shrug it off, because, you know, I mean, he's this big buff dragon. You're not much of a threat to him. But if you do mm. enough damage to him, he's going to abandon his uh, his workout routine, and he's going to start flying towards whoever brought him over the edge, and he's just going to unleash a hell of a series of punches and kicks, and just try to, like, end it off with one massive punch to try and just send them flying across the stage, and hopefully, in his opinion... Past the borders and into KO territory. <laughs> nice. Do not hurt Drago. He just wants to have a good time working out. You're, <coughs> you're all being assholes for playing Ring Fit Adventure and trying to stop his workout routine. What is wrong with you? Yeah, it just sounds to me like Drago wants to. Have... He just wants to have a good time. He's uh, very he misunderstood. Might be the kind of guy at the gym that you hate, but he just wants to have a good time. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm looking through the rest of my list, and I was like, how can I top this? should have saved the botch lane for later. If you think that's my last out-there idea, boy, you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I came up with well, some juicies. Um, I'm glad for it. In the meantime, do you want to salute the sun? Give it to me. Yeah, Solera Vistora appears on stage. Dark Souls guy. He says salute the sun. He praises the sun. He lifts his hands up. He's he's just very excited. Actually, I think he says praise the sun. Whoops, I misworded myself. Anyway, I was thinking about We Fit. Wow. <laughs> salute the power of the yeah, sun. Pra- yep. Praise the sun. He comes out, does a signature pose, shouts praise the sun, and whoever summoned them is granted some significant buffs. Has some flashy sparklies around the body for a period of time with upped stats across the board. Okay. I, I, was, expect, I was expecting you to say that he he salutes, he says praise the sun, he runs around, he does the same thing, praise the sun. He just keeps repeating that, not doing anything helpful. He's just praising the fucking sun the whole time. That's where do, I expected him that that to too. go. I was expecting him that, to get a troll assist trophy. That could work too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, well, so. Let's go retro. And I don't mean let's retro, go retro studios. Retro stores, Rex. Let's look back at the classic arcade cabinet of games. Ah, Dragon's Lair. No, no, I did consider Dragon's Lair, but Dirk will unfortunately not be making an appearance on my list tonight. I thought about it, though. So you'd be playable. Really 
I mean, I would love to do that eventually. I, I have some brief ideas on it, but not there yet. Nice. No, no, no. I'm talking about Frogger. Ooh. So Frogger is a very, very simple assist trophy. He 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 jumps. That's it. I like jumping. He jumps. He jumps from he one jump platform to another. He he does jump to the sky. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he he really doesn't affect combat much. But if you run past him on the stage, you're gonna trip over him. So there's that. But also, mm -hmm. as he's jumping, if he manages to land on top of somebody and performing a footstool jump, you will be damaged. A lot of damage. And you will be spiked. Nice. nice. It gonna hurt. So it's like having Kelly's playstyle put into a single assist trophy. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Nice. It's also <laughs> what Mario's footstool jump should have done. Agreed. Um... What's Frogger going to look like in this iteration? Uh, 3D look. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice, like uh, it's like a, 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 a more of a 2D pixely look would not really have worked well for him. But more of like a, a cartoony 3D <coughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Do I, do I need to cast a cure spell on you? Is that the next assist trophy? Is that Jesus? No. We might need to summon him after that botchling. I'm, we're never talking about that again. We are moving <laughs> okay. the fuck on. Okay. <laughs> no. I ban that I, one. I, I do enjoy Frogger. Frogger's a good man. We go way back. Um. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> super, uh, super simply here. How about going back to the arcade cabinet for Bub and Bob? Bob and Bob! Yes! Bob and Bob. Good old Bob and Bob. They're on and my the... list, too! Really? It's our first crossover! Yes! <laughs> and we're like an hour into this thing, so... Yeah! Nice. We've we've made it so far. But I think you can imagine how they'd work, and we probably have very similar functionality, where they operate very similarly to how they do in the game, just topping around, shooting bubbles at opponents that take them in the sky, they pop, they do damage. Yep, exact same. That sort of thing. Um, now, I have them in their 8-bit style, but they also have a 3D style, so I'm kind of torn on how they would appear. 3D is kind of how I imagined it. Yeah, that'll work. That works just fine. I mean, there's also a bubble bobble, bubble bobble game on the Switch that's brand new in 3D, so... Yep. They're kind of, they're kind of marketing that. So... Bob and Bob, Bob who and I have such Bob. an I have such an attachment to that some bizarre part of me wouldn't mind if they were playable. I don't know but, how they'd work as an actual playable character, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, are you opposed to Upa? Are you opposed to Jonesy from Fortnite? Because eh. I'm about to piss some people off. Oh man! My Nexus is trophy. Is Jonesy from Fortnite, which if you don't know what, who Jonesy is, it's the generic blonde guy. Apparently he's called Jonesy. I don't know, man. I just see people on the internet call him that, so that's what I'm going with here. Uh, <laughs> luckily, we're not talking about him potentially being playable, although I did recently come up with some ideas that I liked. But I'll, I'll save that for mm -hmm. another, another time. Now, hold the phone. If we have a Fortnite play character playable in Smash Brothers, it's clearly going to be Batman. I think you mean Thanos. That too. Yes. 
So, uh, I'm imagining Jonesy as one of the more dynamic assist trophies. He, he's running around, he's got different weapons that he can use. Uh, his default is the assault rifle that he's going to be uh, fighting with. But, um, like, there's pistols, there's rocket launchers, there's grenades he can throw. So he he really have any of those tools as well. But more importantly, one of the big aspects of Fortnite is the ability to build walls, staircases, and try to create, like, a wall or a shelter that you can kind of hide between or snipe through. Mm-hmm. So in Smash Associates, Jonesy can also spend a little bit of time to create a wall. Uh, only wooden walls and wooden staircases. He's not going to go into the other materials for this quick assist trophy. But um, the, they can be just damaged by attacks and broken. But um, nothing nothing would pass through them either. Like, if anything that gets fired off is going to impact the wall or staircase and just stop there. But if he makes a staircase, Jonesy and any other character can run up the staircase as well. Which is going to add a lot of different utility to the stage itself. Yeah. Uh, when Jonesy leaves the field, unfortunately, though, all those obstacles are going to break. They're not going to stick around, which would have been cool. But I feel like that would have been a little bit too much if he's gone, but like all these different things are still on the field. Uh, luckily, yeah. though, for those of you who do hate Fortnite, don't worry. You can KO Jonesy. It's okay. <laughs> You're fine. Jo- Jonesy nice. isn't real. He can't hurt you. Not yet, anyway. We oh, haven't hit the 40 yeah. Rome. Oh, man. Um, so does Jonesy dance? Um, no, not for the statistics. Flossing Jonesy. That said, you I know, I if can... I ever get to make him a character, I mean, those taunts. Those taunts. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess, it, I guess it's worth it. Um... All right. So I take it that we're kind of hitting that hour and thirty minute mark. We're yep. kind, we're kind of, kind of getting there. So maybe we should wind down and just knock out some favorites. I agree. Like there's, we've we've gone through quite a bit already, but mm-hmm. we're not going to get through our whole list. So at this point, I think we should just transition to our top favorite ideas, and we'll end it off on them. Not necessarily like our last one, but last few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what have you so, got? Um, so I've got Bonk from Bonk's Adventure and oh, okay. related games. Yeah, and he appears in a 3D style, I suppose, and he jumps up. Guess what he does? He bonks you in the head with <clears> his head. Exactly. That was one of the most dynamic game ideas in all of pop culture history. I've got to give it to him, just bonking people on the head with your own head. What and, a miracle that is! And yeah. I was I was honestly astonished when they put him in Paper Mario. Me too. Goombario, man, he bonks. <laughs> yeah, and, and Bonk can attack in that same style as Goombario, and he can also just move, bash his head forward, kind of like he's headbanging at a rock show or something. But he's just he's just hitting people. Um, and to make it a little more dynamic, I was thinking so involving some dinosaur action. So maybe Bonk can slide off on a. On a uh, long neck or something, just for just for aesthetic's sake. All right, and that's uh, that's that's it. I he's not the most unique thing, but he's a favorite because he's kind of out of left. I see it. I see it. Mm-hmm. So for my next one, I'm uh, I'm gonna pull from Splatoon here. <coughs> Ooh, one of the uh, boss salmonids. Ooh. So when the assist like trophy it. opens. 
You see nothing. Nothing at all. But then, yeah. <laughs> underneath a character, there will be this blinking green circle that just starts oh to appear. God. And you're just like, oh, what's this? What, what's going on here? And then oh, Maz appears. Maz, <laughs> obviously a play on Jaws, will just mm-hmm. snap up from the from the platform <coughs> and just try to eat whoever is right there. And if you're if you do not move out of the way, you're screwed. You're not dead, mm-hmm. but you're definitely not going to be doing too good because Maz is just going to be chomping down you, chewing you, just gnashing his teeth all across <coughs> you, and then eventually he'll spit you out. And you know, you can get back to the fight, but. He just took a hell of a lot of damage. And you thought, if you think Maz is done after just that, you're wrong. He's going to appear, disappearing back to the stage, hiding uh, hiding around, appear under somebody else, try and bite them. He's going to do this four times before he actually leaves the stage. Mm -hmm. Get airborne. Do not stay on the platform. If you're Little Mac, I'm sorry, you're done. Oh man, Maz was kind of it's kind of a pain in the ass in Splatoon. It's a good callback. Yeah, I I nothing. That was good. I and fa- it's so good that I wonder why I didn't think of it. And it's probably because. <laughs> I uh, was surprised was there. Not a, I... Really? Yeah. Um. You said I was surprised I didn't think of it, and then I lost you. Oh. No wonder I was expecting a, a, a retort in agreement because I said it's probably because I'm not as good as you. Oh, I, I thought you had more to say. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. All right, well, let's rewind there just a little bit. <laughs> no, I, what, I do have more to say, but it has nothing to do with that. It, what I have more to say about is uh, Lanky Kong. Lanky appears, he's a bashful orangutan friend of ours, and he uh, jumps around the stage, swinging across the bottom of platforms as if they have vines. Maybe vines will appear, and he'll be throwing, tossing cherry bombs at people and making all of his bombastic sound effects and going, woo while he's bombing the heck out of you. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I wanted to include some sort of Donkey Kong thing, but it would be too obvious. And I didn't want it to be too far out there either, so I just pulled out from a Forgotten Kong. I think that he appeared in Barrel Blast, which was a horrible game. And other than that, he hasn't appeared in anything else. Right. So let's give him let's give him some lovin'. Okay, lovin' we might. I'm not, though. I'm not. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, there's a franchise that I'm surprised that neither one of us have done this history before yet. Fire or maybe you did and I just forgot about it. No, I'm looking at the list and I don't see anything of these from you. Uh, no, Legend of mm-hmm. Zelda. Yeah. So, uh, I wrote down two possible ideas, but the one I'm going to go ahead and mention at this <coughs> point is Linkle, who has thus far nice. only appeared in Hyrule Warriors, which is honestly a bit of a shame. I would love to see Linkle, or at least the idea of Linkle, appear in more Zelda titles, whether they're spin-offs Agreed. or an actual mainline game. It would be nice to have. Uh, so yeah. Linkle and Hyrule Warriors, uh, instead of like primarily using a sword, a bow, bombs, and maybe a boomerang, <laughs> she prefers, dear God, dude, she prefers two hand crossbows that she can carry, 
and she fires off what in here sort of syscopy. She she's got both of them, and she's ready to fire off a rapid volume of bolts just everywhere. Lincoln's going to be uh, <laughs> running around, jumping around <clears throat> a bit, and just firing off her crossbows as much as she wants to. She can aim a full 360 nice. degrees around her. Sometimes she'll jump and she'll shoot, she'll shoot literally all around her, and it's going to be chaos. Luckily, uh, the bolts aren't that strong. They, they're roughly as strong as some of Sheik's needles, so they're really not a huge threat. It's more the fact that they can interrupt your attacks, and there's a lot of them. That, that, that's where the danger comes here with Linkle. Uh, and, right. of course, you can still KO her. So if she's being a bit much, you can take her down. But, again, those bolts are going to interrupt your attack. So good luck. Nice. Nice. Um, you know what's funny? You know what your crossbow reminded me of? No. <clears throat> Norman Reedus. Oh. Yeah, so Norman Reedus, because his character Daryl in The Walking Dead uses a crossbow as his weapon. Yes. Anyway, uh, so I don't, I, I didn't have this on my list, so this is a totally underbaked idea. But I'm just going to pitch it out there. I don't even know the name of this. But you know when Madge Mickelson shows up and there's all those weird, goopy, black monster things appearing out of, the, out of like, gasoline? Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you turn that into an assist trophy? The goopy monsters and not... Actual Sam, okay. Yeah, you can have Sam too. Um, goopy monsters. Let's you can walk around and walk through that goop and be slowed down and have these goop soldiers attacking you. It'd be great and pulling you into the earth and, and causing you damage or even potentially just knocking you out. That'd be great. And correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but aren't those creatures actually what is called the Death Stranding? I don't know. I've never played the game. I, I feel like I've heard somebody mention that before. Okay, well, if that's true, then yes. Okay. Uh, and as for Sam Bridges himself, how could he potentially playable? Just you can probably laying. It, yeah, if the playable... Death Stranding, if Death Stranding has a system, it probably has a playable character. <clears throat> that would be so bizarre if we had just Norman Reedus it, playable in Smash what, Brothers. Here, quick poll: What would be weirder? Uh, Norman Reedus, or, um, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Oh, no. James Bond. No. Negan. Oh, no, no, um, shit. I've ruined the whole thing. Fuck. <laughs> Norman Reedus, or the funky fetus. No, uh, no, Norman Reedus or Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves, because he's more famous. But Norman Reedus will get all the, uh, the crazy um, housewives in their 50s to buy Smash. <laughs> yeah, housewives in their in their 30s, too. I'm going to get so much hate. <laughs> yes, you are. Yup. I'm going to yes, help. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've, yeah. I've, I've given you two wacky ideas so far. Arguably three, depending on how you count Raphael. Or the goose. Don't tell me that Dick Dastardly Actually, is going to be. Actually, goose is one of them. Next. No, no. Who the fuck is Dick Dastardly? From Wacky Races. Oh no, no. I, I'm I'm talking about an idea that this is this might be of all the ones that you would never seen coming from me. <coughs> this might be the most. What the fuck? Did you do? <laughs> this game. Uh, I'm gonna get my popcorn. This game is 
infamous for a wrong reason. It's infamous because of E3. Don't tell me it's Leisure Shoot, Larry. No. No, this this, this okay. is a game that it, their E3 presentation broke. It did not work. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was laughed at. And it was mm-hmm. one of the worst E3s for Nintendo. And I am, mm-hmm. of course, talking about Wii Music. Oh, buddy. Oh, Sebastian God. Toot is the conductor in <laughs> Wii Music. And he is our assist trophy that we're going to be talking about at this exact moment. So this is this oh, is a thing. Lord. This is a thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one took me the most time to figure out how I wanted this assist trophy to work. And even now, I feel like it could be better. But mm-hmm. I was kind of pressed of time trying to figure it out. So it's just like, screw it, we'll just go with this idea and we'll run with it. Mm-hmm. So Sebastian Toot is going to appear, conductor's baton in hand, and as he raises it, an orchestra of me's will rise up in the background of the stage. Uh, you'll see them wearing, <laughs> or not just not wearing, but you'll see them with a variety of different instruments. Tubas, violins, trumpets, oboes, drums, puppets. Mm-hmm. Because oh, apparently yeah. some of the musical sounds in Wii Music are cat sounds and dog sounds, so... <laughs> Dog and cat puppets, sure, why not? Love it. Uh, these yep. Miis uh, will either have generic designs, or if you have Miis created on your console, they will look like those Miis. Uh, randomly selected, of course. Ah, that's how um, Fiona Reeves and Norman Reeves going to be. Yes. Donald, Donald Trump as well, actually. Uh, while, while the Miis are on the stage, <laughs> the stage music that you normally hear on the stage is kind of like gets phased out. Instead, the tune is is continued, but instead of like the regular sounds of it, the, the actual production of the legit track in the game, it's replaced by the Miis trying to play the trying to play the song with their weird instruments and their cat and dog oh sounds. It their their accordions, their triangles. It's gonna be it's gonna sound weird, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be funny. So Sebastian is conducting this orchestra and every player on the stage is going to be invigorated by the power of their music. And they're going to all going to be under some kind of effect. These are all going to be positive effects. Um, so even even your opponents are going to be having a good time while the music is playing. Uh, maybe you'll be able to deal more damage or knockback. Take less damage or knockback. Maybe you jump higher, mm-hmm. you run faster, you weigh more. So it's with that one's kind of a bit of a negative in a way because your jumping is kind of screwed there. But um, you might even be equipped with an item like the Screw Attack, Franklin Badge, uh, Super Mushroom, or even a Healing Sprout. All these different things could happen to you when Sebastian's Toot begins his powerful orchestra. But unfortunately, you know, once they go away, all those effects end as well. Even if you had a Warner's Effective item like the Franklin Badge, the item disappears when the orchestra goes away. Nice. Holy moly. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I was. Uh, that that was one of the ideas. It's like I, I I'm struggling to come up with something, but I am dedicated to coming up with something for this one. You're gonna do it. To. You're gonna do it. I'm gonna you, do it. I remember Miyamoto being so so dedicated to Wii Music too, and I was like, I really want this to be good, and then it just wasn't. It, the sad thing is that, that that whether the the presentation was good or not, the game mm-hmm. wasn't even good. No, it wasn't. Uh-uh. Bad game. Mm-mm. It's a bad game. But Sebastian Toot, he is redeemable. Perhaps. Um, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not going to lean into anything out there. I'm just going to 
maybe cap this off. I don't know how far we, we've gotten. We, yeah, we I, I think left. we can go ahead and do one more from each of us. Okay. In that case, I'm going to lean on a trusty favorite of mine, an old buddy, uh, who I also mentioned in our Fighter Pass episode. God damn it. Susano. Oh, okay. Yeah, just Susano the, is a, uh, you know, from Okami, is a descendant of the warrior Nagi, who together with Shiranui, you know, 100 years prior to the events of Okami, defeated and sealed away the demon Orochi. Uh, yeah, it turns out that Susano is not that great of a warrior. He is just kind of a blowhard and a coward, and when he does garner his confidence, it's because Amaterasu is using the Celestial Brush to attack opponents for him, unbeknownst to him. Poor Susano. So there's like a so yeah, there's like a point at the beginning of the game where he threw a huge boulder down that was blocking the path from Kamiki Village to Shinchu Field, and it was actually just Amaterasu the entire time. That sort of thing. So Susano, having the bravado to attack your opponents, he'll flail his arms out and he'll he'll dash towards opponents, similar to like Ike's, Ike's quick draw. But then, depending on if the Celestial Brush is in play or not, he'll land a he'll land a hit or he won't. If he doesn't land a hit, he'll be super embarrassed and his face will turn red, and he'll freak out for a few minutes before trying a few seconds before trying again. And if he lands a hit, he lands a hit, and you'll see the celestial brush effect over an opponent as uh, as it's cutting them. Nice. Uh, he can also leap into the air if he's feeling really zesty, and this will happen only occasionally if he lands a lot of hits in a row. And he'll perform the imploding explosion, his special move, jumping in the air and slashing down on opponents. And if it hits, it really will, out of his own volition. Uh, cause an explosion effect. And if it doesn't hit, then he explodes himself and knocks himself off the stage. Unfortunate. Yep. For, and for some reason, when I envision that's... him jumping, I see him like having like one of the best <clears throat> jumps in the game. I don't know why, but I just see like he can like jump super high for no goddamn reason. <laughs> you know what? That's fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would want. So, with Susano. We now have 42 mm -hmm. assist trophies that we've discussed tonight. That's it a lot. It honestly doesn't feel like that much. Uh, it it wow. doesn't. Like we, we each prepared lists of 50 and 51, and uh, even, even we didn't even take care of uh, even halfway through. Which is Oh, holy shopping. moly. What? Yeah. One more. Uh, One more real quick. Az Azurda. Nope. He falls nope. from you, the sky. You, you did your last die. one. You did your last one. Okay. We're moving okay. on. Okay. We're getting to okay. the final one, number 43. My last assist trophy of the night. Master Hand and Crazy Hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I knew I wanted to end it on these two. <laughs> so, uh, Master Hand and Crazy Hand as assist trophies. <laughs> I really don't have to explain to you how they work. It's their boss battle. They do the exact oh same moves. They're word. doing the same shit to the stage. It's be a little bit different because some stages have different layouts, and there's some stages they probably just want to appear on because it's a mess. Like you know, Great Cave Offensive. There's mm -hmm. no, nah, we're not bringing them out on that one. But they're they're doing so their regular attacks. They're throwing out lightning bolts. They're running around. They're shooting their laser bolts. Um, Master Hand is throwing playing cards because apparently that's one of the attacks he does. I don't, I don't get it. That was a really weird one Sakura came up with, but whatever. 
Mm -hmm. uh, they, they are individually KO-able, unlike the cadet and uh, his legion, where you only get a, a point if you KO the cadet. You get a point for KOing either master or priestly hand. Uh, when one is KO'd, the other one sticks around, no matter who it is you kill. But once the time comes up for the assist trophy, they both just vanish. That nice. one might be the most dangerous assist trophy in the game. I would say if so. If we can get Rathalos as an assist trophy, come on! Yeah. That is... just... Oh... Bonkers. Yeah, that's, that's a way to end things. I know. That's why I did it. While, while you over here are just like, did it. I'm going to end it on Susana. I'm just like, listen here, motherfucker. Master hand, crazy hand. Yeah. Oh, man. No, it, it wasn't just Susano. It was Alberta. Nope, that one didn't happen. Yeah, it's, an, it's an old friend of yours. Nope. Nope. No? Nope. No? Nope. Ah, well. Nope, shoot. nope, nope. He's not coming out. <laughs> uh, well, does he uh, need to come out? Yes. I didn't, I didn't uh, know unfortunately, we though, we're out of time. Oh, I would have loved to go through more of these trophies. And, you know, maybe someday we'll hold another extravaganza. And we'll go through some of the ideas that we didn't get to and some new oh, ideas that we'll to. think of later. Thank you. I, I say yes. I say yes. Thank you for offering. And, th and I, I kiss the ring on your finger and seal this deal to create an extravaganza again in the future. Okay. Yes, it is so, Your Holiness. Sure. Do you think we should tell them what the yep. next episode is going to be then? Yeah, episode 15. That's 15 episodes of this stuff. Not necessarily all released on time. <laughs> but, um, Smash or Dash. Woohoo! We're getting back into it. Smashing and Dashing. Yes. And, you know, that, that would have been a fine Valentine's Day thing. No. Anyway, Smash or Dash. Potential Echoes, Alf and Black Shadow. Ooh -hoo. That's our first round. And Grass Starters from the Pokemon series, Superior, Decidueye, and Rillaboom. We'll duke it out to see who we will smash into the brothers and who we will dash away. Sounds like I'm a fun time to me. Yes, it will be. And in the meantime, I guess this is the lovely... Jogo Bo Pomolo signing out. I don't know why I still do this with him. Let's just end this episode. No, I don't know. Okay. Goodbye. So, Azurda. Nope. Okay, what seriously, though, what the fuck is wrong with you with the botchling? That is nightmare <laughs> oh, fuel, dude. No. That is not okay. <laughs>